things are about to get grumpy. All right. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Hey, Jim. Where are you going with that knock in your hand? I said... Hey, I said, where are you going with that mock in your hand? Ooh. I'm going down to record a podcast, you know. You know, I caught the management in the studio again. Uh-huh. Well, I'm going down to record a podcast, you know. You know I caught cockroach in the studio again. That ain't cool. No, no, no. Hey, Chunk. I heard you stop the show now. Now, now, now. Hey. Hey, Chunk. Heard you start the show now. Start now, now. Gotta stop now. You gotta stop the show now. Tell the people wait. And now, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Grumpy Chunk. I have to tell you, I still like that. I do. I think it's catchy. It's a it's a toe tap. Listening in Jaipur, India. Grand Prairie, Canada, and in Philadelphia in the U.S. of A. Welcome one. Welcome all to the chunkiest podcast of them all. No. The Grumpy Chunk Podcast. I am your podcaster, Bip. No. <laughs> I forgot about it. I didn't. Your pillar of podcasting performance. No. The maitre d' of the mic. No. Grumpy Chunk. I want to give a thanks to uh, No Mike Mickey Dolan, producer extraordinary, and Scotty the intern, which, uh, Scotty, you and I are going to have a little bit of, we're going to have some words later. Not happy with you. All right. You can, of course, uh, the peoples, you can hit us up on the email, the Grumpy Chunk Podcast at gmail.com, YouTube, Facebook, search out Grumpy Chunk on the Twitter, at the Grumpy Chunk, like, share, subscribe, follow, etc., 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 you know the drill. No. And, of course, the Facebook group, you got to check out the Facebook group. I got a couple of polls for you up there. Want to get some qualitative info from you. All right. Grumpy's Chunkaholics. That is the Facebook group. So please join and uh, join us there. Okay. So before we get into today's program, no, so many things going on right now. This, so this might turn into a longer edition of the Grumpy Chunk podcast. No, that's normally uh, between 40, 45 minutes, but it might grow a little longer. We'll see how this goes. No, but we've received a lot of feedback from our shows over the last four weeks. All right. None more from the vice president of programming for this company. No. So get this. He calls me and he asks me, he says, 
He says, why would I talk about a meeting that I had with consultant Mr. Tan and GM Cockroach on the air, which we did last week? Now, it was just an innocuous uh, conversation, and it, and it tied into the fact that Mr. Mickey Dolan, last week we talked about your lips uh, um, possibly making money. Oh, my. Right? So it was an open-door meeting. Nobody said it was confidential. People were coming in. People were coming out. Secretaries were coming in. Mailroom kid was coming in. Program directors were coming in. They were coming in, grabbing something, leaving. And we were still sitting there having a conversation because it was was not a big deal. So when this is where GM Cockroach told Mr. Tan and me, he said that all the women in the building were either falling in love with him, falling in love with him, or will fall in love with him. No. So you heard that last week. We talked about that. Now I no. I'm not one that uh, goes a uh, soap opera. I'm not a soap opera guy, so I don't like throw around drama around the office. I just think there's some things that are just funny. No. If it had been a closed door meeting and we were gonna, we were, it was, everything was confidential. I would just shut up. I wouldn't have said anything about it. No. But it wasn't. No. And not only that, but now the office is all all like going nuts right now. The office is out of control right now. Everybody's up in arms. All because Grumpy Chunk talked about this in this this innocuous conversation. So the VP of programming for this uh, company asked me why I would talk about this on the air. And I said, I didn't talk about it on the air. And he said, what? No. And I said, I never talked about it on the air. I talked about it on the podcast, but I didn't talk about it on the radio station. He says, you don't think people listen to the podcast? I said, absolutely. I think people listen to the podcast. I do. I know they do. Hundreds of thousands of listeners on the podcast. I said, and there's people here at the studios that uh, listen. He says to me, he said, well, don't you think that people are going to find out when you say something like that? And I said, do you think people are going to find out if these women who apparently have fallen in love with Mr. Cockroach would already know that this is going on? Because, well, obviously they would have fallen in love with him. No. So from his own words, everybody knew. And he's like, well, um, uh, I'm like, yeah, well, what? All right. So you're going to give me a hard time about blowing people up? No. When I didn't blow anybody up, no. you blow yourselves up. No. So why is it my problem? Why is it my issue? Why are you coming after me? No. Because I said it on the air? No. Because I said it in a podcast? No. I got an idea for you. Why don't you go down the hall and say, hey, why are you telling everybody that all the females in the building are in love with you? No. Hey, there's a question for you. Instead of coming after the messenger, why don't you go after the message? No. So apparently, get this, so apparently one of the sales ladies walked into his office and unleashed on Mr. Cockroach, no. saying that she would never, ever fall in love with him. It would never happen. And that GM Cockroach would walk down the hallways, I guess he walked through the hallways last week, and ladies in the building were commenting at him as he walked by. Oh my. I don't love you. In your dreams. Don't flatter yourself. So he was getting all this all this feedback. And now all of a sudden, that's my fault that he got backlash. No. Because I said it on the podcast. No. Again, let me reiterate this. If you say all the women in the building have either fallen in love with me, have fallen in love with me, will fall in love with me, or have already fallen in love with me and don't love me anymore, you're telling me that everybody in the building knows. No. It's an open door meeting. No. People are coming in and out. No. Obviously, you're not trying to hide this. No. So why are you blowing me up? No. Back the fuck up no that's all that's my message back the fuck up oh my i sound angry i'm not you know can i tell you i'm not angry i'm not angry about this whatsoever because i thought about this after the podcast got downloaded and all of a sudden we started getting hits right download 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 right and i thought you know what i wonder if there's going to be any backlash no well apparently there was but again you know i talked it on the podcast because nobody listens to the podcast they're chunky yeah right <laughs> yeah I think you'll think twice now there, buddy. No. And I have to tell you, I, I got to give it up 
to my consultant, Mr. Tan. No, I do. I have to, I have to give him props. I give him a hard time every once in a while, no. you know, but I got to give him props because he totally backed me up on this. He told the VP of programming it was an open meeting. People were in and out. So he backed me up. So I got to give out the love to Mr. Tan for being right there. Oh, Grumpy, you know, I, I told him it was an open meeting. Oh, what was going on? This, this And, you know, I even told him that this uh, statement I'm making right now is brought to you by Geico. No. It's like, okay. <laughs> and then the, the VP of programming, he asked me if we really took gambling bets on uh, Mr. Uh, GM Cockroach's job status. And I said, yeah. I said, yeah, you know, I mean, we did. No, uh, Mickey Dolan, you said 30 days and I said 60 days. No, because that's a hell of a thing to say no. to somebody. You think that everybody in the building is falling in love with you. No, it's ridiculous. <laughs> and he said, you probably shouldn't have done that. No. For what? It's a joke. No, it's a joke. No, if you can't take the joke. No, you shouldn't be in this business. No, if you can't take people giving you a hard time, we're going to talk about this a little bit later, but if you can't talk, if you can't Take the heat, then you got to get out of the kitchen, right? Isn't that the old cliche? All right. So later on, I see GM Cockroach in the hall. No. He pulls me aside, and this is ex- I, I'm like looking. I'm, oh, I can't believe you're saying this to me. He says, dude, I thought we were buds. Why would you blow me up like that? Oh, my. Why would I blow you up like that? You blew yourself up, man. No. I didn't blow you up. No. It was an open door meeting. No. It could have been, it could have been the, uh, program director from the country station it could have been the program director from the rock station no it could be the program director from the urban station no it could have been the program director from the news talker down the hall no it could have been the mailroom kid no it could have been one of your three secretaries no so anyway so i got that going for me so that's nice ridiculous i just you know i just wanted to convey that because you know when i say things on this podcast i don't do that to like rile people up i don't do it to blow people up i don't do it to uh to create drama in in the in the office here or in the office anywhere else i just you know like if i get an email and somebody says hey grumpy uh you suck or whatever it's like okay i don't you don't hear me blow them up you know i don't go after them this is the way it is so anyway we're going to talk about that a little bit because I want to hear, hear the things I, I got on my mind today. I, I, I got a lot of hate mail, which I want to go over. I really do, because I think that uh, people think that I care. No, I don't. We are going to do a dollar store movie review for a movie called Can't Stop the Music. No. <laughs> oh, boy. I wish. <laughs> Woo! Good stuff. We're going to bust out a news in your pants, oh my. which I'll talk about uh, a little bit more uh, later. And we're going to talk about drugs. Did I take any shrooms today? That's my knowledge. We're going to talk about drugs. So Mickey Dolan's giving me the wrap-up sign. I'm going to take a timeout. We come back. It's all about drugs. <laughs> so what's the question? How- Dolan, Dolan, what's the question? How many times have I gotten fired? How many times have I gotten fired? Uh, 40. 40? Easy. I mean, I'm looking towards 41. I mean, if that's any consolation. Yeah, let's, let me put it to you like this. When I go down to the unemployment office, they treat me like Norm from Cheers. Hey, Grumpy! So that's how many times I've been fired. Considering an online pharmacy? Explore BeSafeRx to find useful information and resources to help you purchase medicines safely online. A safe online pharmacy requires a doctor's prescription, has an address in the United States, has a licensed pharmacist, and is licensed by a state pharmacy board. It's best to stay away from online pharmacies that don't meet these criteria. 
Discover more helpful tips and resources at BeSafeRx. Go to FDA.gov slash BeSafeRx. Subscribe, like, follow, share. Tell people you like your podcast Grumpy. It's the Grumpy Chunk Show. noise cake the song i love it it is cool that's so cool uh upbeat.com is uh providing us with the noise cake today on the grumpy chunk podcast you can continue to listen to us on the youtube and the facebook uh grumpy chunk on the twitter at the grumpy chunk like share subscribe follow you know the drill on this please no do that and then uh one other thing if you can if you got friends, relatives, anybody that you think uh, would like the Grumpy Chunk uh, podcast, please share it to them. Let them know. Uh, we're continuing to try to grow the uh, program, grow the listenership, and anything you can do to help would be fantastic and uh, much appreciated. Oh, my God. Uh, I got to get, I got to adjust myself here. Okay. Uh, okay. So I'd like to talk to you about drugs. No. So drugs are bad. Okay. You take drugs, Danny? Every day. Good. Drugs will eat you. They're a monster, and they'll eat you and spit you out. There must be some way to get back to Father Time's castle before the 12th bong. All right. The reason I bring this up. No. Okay. Is because, so there's this new drug-free office space directive from corporate that they just laid down on us here at the studio. Every employee, including us at the Grumpy Chunk Podcast, have to adhere to it, which is fine. I got no problem with this. Never went down that road, never will. So I don't really care. But each employee has to go for this drug screen, okay? So we... I don't mind. I really don't. You know, no. What? Anytime, day or night. You want to you wanna, you wanna bust out a random? Do it. I'm here. Did I take any shrooms today? And that's my knowledge. I know all our sister stations and all the other podcasts in the building are and the DJs are freaking out because they're like, oh, no. no. Oh, no. no. For me, I'm good. Right. I don't know about anybody else on the Grumpy Chuck podcast, but I think we're all good. We haven't done anything. I haven't done anything. So I don't care. So I'll go. So they give us the sheet, right? I go to the place they tell me to, to get this drug screen, right? But I don't think, I don't think uh, corporate thought this out very well. No. I really don't. I don't think they saw, I, I don't think corporate said, hey, you know, I think we ought to find out what kind of place we're sending our folks to. No. Before we send them there. No. Because this place is where all of our company's employees have to go in order to get this drug screen. No. It's a medical center. Absolutely. It also has a huge sign outside of it that reads, the weed doctor. The weed doctor. It's a medical center that helps people get certified for medical marijuana. Hey, I know you don't smoke weed. I know this, but I'm going to get you high today. You ain't got no job and you ain't got shit to do. <laughs> so I show up. I show up at this place. I got my paper. No. 
and I see the big sign that says the weed doctor. And I'm like, no, what? No, the weed doctor. Are you out of your mind? You take drugs, Danny? Every day. Good. Man, <laughs> am I going to walk in there and get like a contact tie or something? No. So how am I going to take what? What? No. I got to tell you, this industry, the radio, podcasting, music industry, broadcast industry, TV industry. I, I'm going to wrap it all up into one big broadcast industry, right? It is so messed up. It is a me- it's a communication business that doesn't know how to communicate. No. It is a it is a business where things happen and you sit there and go, "What no. are you doing?" Uh, there's there's so much. No. You know, and I haven't seen it here at this at this studio or in this company, but other companies I've worked for, you go into the program director's office and he try to pay you in cocaine. I mean, really? No. Really, do no. Can you hand over the cash and shut the hell up? How much do you charge for this miserable weed? No. So this this business is so messed up. So the fact that we have to go and get our drug test at a place, a medical center that helps you certify yourself for medical marijuana, called the Weed Doctor, is just absolutely hysterical. I don't even I don't even know what else to say about that. I, it's not like I have like a thousand uh, drug stories. I mean, I got a few. But I, but really, I don't even, <laughs> oh my God, just that alone. I, I wish, I wish we had a parody song for that. We don't. Okay. So you're lucky. No. So you're, you lucked out today. We don't have a parody song. No. For the weed doctor, but no, I wish we did. No. Cause that would be fantastic. No. So coming up, let's talk hate mail. It's another grumpy chunk <sighs> dream. So I had this messed up dream that I was Al Jolson. Or at least like Al Jolson. He was in the first uh, talkie movie called The Jazz Singer. Oh, mammy. Mammy, mammy. And I had this dream that I was like in the, the second movie that was a talkie. And of course, you know, I sang. <sighs> now there's a good ship, HMS Cock Robin, on her home trip. Up and down she's bobbing. Oh, the crew's pretty tough. The sea is so rough. They're all fed up and say that they've had more than enough. She's got a father, he's an able seaman, and they call him Redhead Tom. I wired to say I'll meet you, and with your friends I'll treat you. So where do you think I've heard a message from? 47 ginger-headed sailors coming home across a briny sea. When the anchor's weighed and the journey's made, yes, they'll start the party with a heave-ho, me hearty. 47 ginger-headed sailors you can bet you're going to hear them when they hail us. An old maid down in Devon said my idea of heaven is 47 ginger-headed sailors. Oh my god. Dude, you're so messed up for a guy who doesn't do drugs. <laughs> Grumpy or crazy. Oh. Ray. Every moment perfectly crafted. Somewhere in between the items on the long list of life's to-dos, there exists a small sliver of time. At Sea Ray, -Ray. we understand how vital this time is for you. How a weekend afternoon with the water stretched out before you is the most rewarding part of your week. It is the understanding that defines everything we do. Sea Ray -Ray. is the world's largest boat manufacturer of superior quality yachts. Sports boats, bow riders, cabin cruisers, deck boats, and more. Find yours today. Find yours today. For more information, www.cray.com. 
See Ray. See Ray. Every moment perfectly crafted. See Ray. This podcast is feeling the chunk. Grumpy chunk. give it up to this uh, band called Noise Cake. The song is called Mojo from Upbeat.com. As a matter of fact, Noise Cake, uh, this band right here uh, from Upbeat.com, they'll be uh, doing all our music today uh, for the show. Our, our outs. Our ins? Our outs. Our ins. All right. Anyway. So your pillar of podcasting performance, the maitre d' and the mic, Grumpy Chuck, thank you for continuing to listen. Please uh, join us on the Facebook group, Grumpy's Chuckaholics where we got some polls on there for you. We got a polls. We want to know what you think of, uh, of some of your favorite segments on the program. Also, uh, if you like the time frame uh, that you're listening to the program, you know, you want it to be less, you want it to be 30 minutes, 20 minutes, you want it to be continued to be between 40 and 45, you want it to go, go longer. Just some questions we have for you. So please go on the Grumpy Chunkaholic site where we can uh, get some of that uh, feedback from you. And, and, and sincerely, thank you for continuing to listen to this program. Uh, it continues to grow uh, by leaps and bounds. Uh, we have lots of uh, listeners from all over uh, the world, which uh, I have to tell you kind of really surprised me. It, what surprised me is I, I thought we'd do okay in America, in the United States, because, well, we're here, right? Um, we're broadcasting out of Florida in the United States. But I didn't realize like really how uh, into the program – uh, those of you in India or in Canada or in Australia or Malaysia or in Dubai would be, you know, I really didn't. So I want to thank you very much for continuing to listen to the program and grow it and help us continue to grow. So thank you very much. Which uh, brings me to this uh, to this topic. No. And that is hate mail. Hate mail. I have gotten some really crazy mail lately. And maybe that's uh, due to the fact that we're becoming a little more popular on the podcast sites. Right. No. I had a, let me see if I could pull it up here. So I went to the YouTube page to see if uh, Scotty the intern was doing his uploading like he should, right? And come to find out that you haven't done much uploading no. there, Mr. Scotty the intern. So get on the stick. Get on it there, bro. No. Okay? Man, I really, I'm telling you, you got to. No. So anyway, so I saw this comment under one of our shows called Nothing Else Matters, which uh, to date is probably the, like the most uh, popular show, has crazy numbers, and we're like, whoa, whoa, what? No. Right? Which is which is great, which we appreciate. It's just no. weird. So usually everything has the same amount of listeners, but that one just uh, skyrockets. I, I don't, anyway, whatever, whatever. That's, that's neither here nor there. No. So I read the comment, and I wasn't sure how to take it. Inside uh, the Nothing Else Matters podcast that we uh, uploaded uh, maybe four weeks ago, 
it was it was a comment in regards to our baked ZD Nights parody song and the fact that Mrs. Grumpy and I were thinking about going to this cremations sales pitch where they they were going to give you a free baked ZD dinner. No. So no, Mike Mickey, could you go ahead and hit the, hit the sample of the song? When the ZD is boiling through our empty nights and the chef adds a big old dash of oregano taste but it's got to bake mozzarella melt smothered in tomato sauce of love which is good to smell Big City Big City Nights You really hungry Big City Anyway, so I'm going to read the comment because I didn't know how to take it. It was an insult or not. And so the the guy who commented, his name was a Camaro guy. A Camaro guy. Okay. He wrote, I hope they were going to give you a live demonstration on the cremation while you were eating your baked ziti. Now, at first, when I read that, I was like, dude, do you want me cremated? Then I was like, well, hold on. Maybe he just wants somebody cremated while I was eating my baked ziti dinner. Mrs. Grumpy, <laughs> she's like, eviscerate him. Go after him. Oh, my. Get him. Because when I get verbal, when I really, really want to like lay it on, I can eviscerate somebody. I've been doing this for a long time. All right? I know how to insult somebody, and then 20 minutes later, you're like this. What? Did, did he just, what? Did he just insult me? And it's, it's hysterical. It's a skill. You grow with it. So then I thought, no, nah, no, nah, you know, I'm going to be a little more magnanimous. So I wrote, uh, uh, they had lobster also, but baked lobster nights didn't sing well. And it wouldn't have. And then, you know, he comments about the Metallica because we had we were talking about Metallica in the Nothing Else Matters show. And we talk about our favorite song. So it's OK. OK, fine. So this guy wasn't hating on me, or at least I don't think he was. So that's good. So apparently he just thought it would be funny to sit down for some big ziti dinner and, and watch an actual cremation. I don't know if that's a good idea. And I don't think I would be able to stomach anything after that. But hey, rock on. No. But then it got me to thinking about all this hate mail I've been getting lately. No. So I thought about having the segment where we just read off the hate mail. No. You know, <laughs> I did. Really, just, just for the laugh factor of it. No. But then again, I don't even know if I should because nobody is really creative with their hate lately. No. No creativity in the hate world. No. So, but, you know. No. Like I'll, give you, I'll give you a couple examples. All right. So here's one. I'm not even going to read the, I'm not even going to read who sent them because it doesn't really matter because they're not listening now. So who cares? No. Grumpy, you suck. That's it. Nothing more. Here's another one. Grumpy Chunk. More like Frumpy Trunk. Oh, okay. Here's another one. You should just give up. You are horrible. Okay. No problem. And uh, last one I'm going to read here. This one's nice. I wish you die. (laughs) I wish you die. Like, if you don't like the program, that's fine. That's fine. There's nothing saying that you have to like the program. No. I just put it out there, and then if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. But wishing somebody death because they do a podcast that you don't like, I really? Dude, that's some troll. That's troll level right there. <laughs> and yeah, it's funny because uh, Mr. Mickey Dolan, no Mike Mickey, he asked me why it, it doesn't bother me when people give me a hard time or tell me they hate me or tell me they want me to die or that I'm horrible or that I'm a frumpy trunk. Oh, my. Well, first, I don't even know what a frumpy trunk is. Oh, my. Second... Because why, why let people get in you like that? No. Why? 
I mean, this is this is this is a great lesson for anybody out there who gets uh, some sort of feedback they don't like. Just accept it. Just accept it. If you have a chance, here's here's my here's my thought process. If if I'm talking to somebody and they tell me they hate my guts, I'm like, thank you. And they look at you like, what the hell? Because it disarms them. And then it gives you a chance to kind of turn their mentality around. Okay, so why do you hate me? What am I doing that's causing you that much hate? That much no. And then they tell you, and it's like, oh, okay. And and you might no hear something or see something in yourself that is actually causing that person to really hate you. And you don't want people to hate you. No. So maybe if it's something that you can turn around, then do it. No. It's not a big deal. It's called growth, man. Growth. I have to tell you, I had a, I was with a team. I'm not going to tell you the city. I'm not going to tell you the state. I'm not going to tell you the radio station. Okay. But I will tell you this. I was doing mornings on a radio station and it was all the other DJs, myself, the program director, we were kind of tight knit. It was kind of a family type atmosphere. Okay. I think I was, uh, I think I was the oldest of the group. So I was, maybe I was like Papa. Right. And so you had all the kids, the other DJs, we all showed up at this one concert hall because we were promoting a free event for the band better than Ezra, which is a great, great band. Nice guys too. Absolutely. Fantastic guys. We showed up at this concert hall and we were looking to find out where we were going to set up. So these two guys, the promoter and this, his lackey, I'll say that come up and they, they're like, okay, who are you guys? And they, they asked me, I guess, because I was the oldest one. And I said, well, I'm grumpy chunk. Uh, we're with uh, this radio station and we're here to, to broadcast uh, for the better than Ezra show. And he looks at me, he looks me up and down. Like he's checking me out. Oh my! And then he starts, he starts in on me. He's like, you're fat. I'm like, yeah. So. Where do we set up? He says, no, 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 you're really fat. I didn't know they let fat guys on the radio like that. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So where do we set up? And I'm just letting it fly by me, all these little insults. Now, the team wants to like take him down and fight him because they all, no. we're all like pals. Like I said, we're a family, right? And he continues. This guy just continued. He was like, man, you are so fat. I'm like, yeah, I am. Okay, we've, we've established that. Now, where do we set up? His little lackey's like, yeah, yeah, he's fat, he's fat, <laughs> he's fat, he's fat. <laughs> no. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No. Right? Just tell us where to set up. No. All right? You've established that you don't like I'm a fat guy, and I, you established the fact that you don't think that I should be on the radio because I'm fat. No. Okay, fine. You've established that. Let me move on. No. And let's, let, let me and the team uh, get our stuff set up. No. And you could tell that these guys weren't in the right place because, well... You know, they had white stuff all over their nose. They probably just uh, stored so much cocaine that they were out of their mind. You take drugs, Danny? Every day. Good. And afterwards, you know, the team was just wanting to take them down. Just get on the on the air and just roast them. And I, I was like, look, let it go. Just let it go. It doesn't matter. The only reason I remember this is because it's a funny story. Because how are you going to have a couple of guys who have just stored cocaine come up to you and start telling you you're a fat guy? That's funny. I find that amusing. That's going to be stuck in my head the whole time, but it's not a scar. I'm not going to sit there and go, oh, we thought I was fat. Oh, my God. It's like, really? No. You got to get over it. No. My teaching to you today. No. If you're going to get anything out of this show, if somebody hates you, take it. Just take it. Don't worry about it. It doesn't matter. Let them beat you up. Let them verbally uh, go after you. And if you feel like you want to eviscerate them, then do it. But remember... Words are a weapon of mass destruction. And if used right, you can. I know, because I've done it. <laughs> All right. So coming up, we got, oh, my God, I just can't. 
do we have to do i have, i've already committed to uh this movie review haven't i all right so i've committed to the dollar store movie review no uh, <laughs> so that's coming up next people ask hold your ears folks what is it like to drive with grumpy chunk it's showtime drive my car you're gonna take it really far baby you better mother get a out of my way before i honk you mother yeah! What in Judas Rockin' Priest is going on around here? Does that answer your question? Subscribe, like, follow, share. Tell people you like your podcast, Grumpy. It's the Grumpy Chunk Show. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with an SPF of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Online, 24 hours a day. It's the Grumpy Chunk Show. Welcome one, welcome all to the uh, chunkiest podcast of them all. The song is called Heavy Hittin' from the band Noise Cake, courtesy of our friends at Upbeat.com. Do I really have to do this? Do I? I really don't want to do the dollar store movie review right now. Uh, All right, well, let me tell you a story first before we do this uh, review. I was born in the 60s. Yes, I know. Old. In 1980, I was uh, 13, 14, something like that. It was a long time ago. I can't remember all that much. But I remember I, there was this little girl that I liked because I was a little boy, and I wanted to take her on a date. So I asked her if she wanted to go to the movies, and she said, yeah, which I was surprised. What, what? Right? Because little Chunky was like, what? And so I took her to see a movie that involved the village people because I thought mistakenly that this uh, little girl would like me more if I took her to a musical where you could you know, dance and, and you could have some fun and it would be fun and it would be good and everything. And at the time, the Village People was the, was the band uh, on the radio. I don't like admitting that. And it, if there's anything that causes me scars, that's it. So the date did not go very well. Uh, I didn't really pay attention to the movie that much. I couldn't tell you about the movie because I was too busy trying to pay attention to the little girl uh, because I was a little boy. And so I, I I only remember little parts and pieces, but I don't remember the whole thing until 
when I was walking through the dollar store, I look over at the, uh, the dollar bin of movies, and I see it. There it is. Can't Stop the Music, 1980 on DVD. And I'm like, oh, no. No. And all the scars came back. And I was like, oh, no. No. <laughs> no. Oh, no, I can't. I can't. I can't. I thought to myself, no, you know what? The best way to, to get over that pain and agony of that horrible date from 1980 was to go ahead and, and, and pick it up. It's only a buck. Can't Stop the Music from 1980. No. So that's today's Dollar Store Movie Review. It's starting to smell a little like danger in here. Little Ham says it's time to rock and roll. Bring the noise. I am just a figment of your imagination. Hang on a minute, lads. The heavy metal Smeagol? What? Okay, so let's, we're just going to get into it right now. The 70s are dead and gone. The 80s are going to be something wonderfully new and different. And so am I. Okay, Can't Stop the Music, 1980. It features uh, Steve Gutenberg. My time is now! Valerie Perrine. This calls for some very serious plotting and scheming. And Bruce Jenner before he uh, got the snip. And now is Caitlyn Jenner, okay? So this is when Bruce Jenner had decided he was a dude before he decided that he wasn't, okay? No. I can't hear the music for your voice. What about the lyrics? Jack, darling, the song may be wonderful, but your voice sounds like a cry for help. The premise of the movie is that this guy, Jack Morell, played by Steve Gutenberg, is a struggling composer, desperate to change his life and gain fame with all his songs. But all he needs to do is find himself a group to sing. So with the help of his roommate, Samantha, played by Valerie Perrine, and a lawyer named Ron, played by the pre-snipped Bruce Jenner, no. Jack forms a group of six macho men from the Greenwich Village no. in New York, no. a.k.a. the Village People. No. And the Village People are, they're, they're all in this. All of them. All of them. And the rest of the movie just details their whole rise to fame in New York City and then this monster concert in San Francisco at the end of the movie, okay? No. Housework is like bad sex. Every time I do it, I swear I will never do it again until the next time company comes. Oh, my God. Jeez. No. So with the village people, here's what you got. No. The construction worker, the police officer, the cowboy, the American Indian chief, the uh, soldier, and then the leather-clad dude. Leatherman, don't get nervous. Leatherman, don't get nervous. Oh, oh, you know what? It's time for a fun fact. It's a grumpy chunk. No. Fun fact. Some of the village people ideas didn't make it into this movie or into their band. There was a barber, there was a paper boy, a baseball uh, bat boy, a waiter, a car dealer, a city cop troller, important people to any village, but apparently they couldn't dance and they couldn't sing. No. There you go. There's your fun fact. No. (sighs) This movie, Can't Stop the Music from 1980, this is like a very, very, very bad Marx Brothers movie ripoff with village person's music. So, I mean, seriously, YMCA, blah, 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 in the Navy. There you go. No. There's this one particular scene which made me, I got to tell you, it made me want to take pause and reevaluate my existence on this earth. Oh, my. The construction worker song, I Love You to Death. It's a song and dance number, and it features uh, these chicks riding gigantic pistons and sprinkling glitter all over this guy's jeans. Fame, fortune, platinum records. It's every boy's dream. No. Oh, man. 
just tough. It's, it was a tough watch. It really was. By the way, there are people who love this movie. No. They do. They think it's so bad that it's campy. No. And that they actually love this movie. No. Uh, I'm not leaning in that direction. But I do have another fun fact. It's a grumpy chunk. No. Fun fact. The lead singer of the metal band Wasp, Blackie Lawless, is in this movie as a leather-clad metalhead. I suppose he took on the part to, uh, you know, just in case he, you know, he didn't want to be typecast. You know what I'm saying? And Wasp, that was a great band. They got, uh, let's see, they got the song, Fuck Like a Beast, Love Machine. Hello, V.E. All I need is my love machine. So many songs, and <laughs> they really are a great metal band. This is the 80s, darling. You're going to see a lot of things you've never seen before. No. So this came out, and uh, this movie, uh, Can't Stop the Music, came out during the dark times, between like 79 and 82. Dark, dark times for movies. This was uh, one of the three movies of the apocalypse. You had a roller boogie, you had Xanadu with Olivia Newton-John, and then you had, of course, this one, Can't Stop the Music, with the village people. Corporate thinking sucks. Mother. Steve Gutenberg, Valerie Perrine, and the pre-snipped. Bruce Jenner, who's now Caitlyn Jenner. But you can see, you know what, can I tell you? In this movie, knowing now what you know about Caitlyn Jenner, when you see this movie with the village people and Bruce Jenner's in it, and you're sitting there going, oh, I can see I can see where he eventually would become Caitlyn Jenner. I could totally see it. So anyway, so the movie is called Can't Stop the Music from 1980. Now, here's the question I have. The question I have is, would I recommend this movie? No. How many brain cells no. did this movie kill in me? I will tell you, by the time I was done with this movie... Uh, by the way, Mrs. Grumpy, she got up and left. Like, usually I like to sit down with Mrs. Grumpy. We watch the movies together. Oh, my. And we didn't get through 20 minutes of the film before Mrs. Grumpy said, you know, I got better things to do, and she got up and left. It took me about 20 minutes before I could actually stand up and walk, which means it killed some really important brain cells. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that this is not a movie you should watch. This movie is not worth a dollar. The village people and their music are not worth a dollar. And that's uh, my opinion... But uh, you know what? I, I'm trying to save you uh, heartache and pain and agony. All right. One last thing before we end this movie review. The village people. You got the construction worker. You got the police officer. You got the cowboy. You got the American Indian chief. And you got the soldier. Okay. Now, those are kind of, those are like integral parts, I'm going to say, of a village. I mean, construction worker, police officer, they're they're part of a, of the village. You know, a cowboy and Indian chief, they, they kind of have a village thing going on. A soldier, you know, okay, I can see a soldier in a village, right? But the leather-clad dude, what's he do for money? Leatherman, don't get nervous. Leatherman, don't get nervous. No. What does the leather-clad dude do for money? If you're in a village, what does he do? It's not like he's in the middle of the street directing traffic. It's not like he's he's helping the city comptroller, uh, you know, get your taxes paid. No. Fame, fortune, platinum records. It's every boy's dream. But he's there. Just ask yourself that question about the village people. That's all I, that's all I say. That's so, if, if you're going to get anything out of this movie, that's the one thing you want to find out, is what does the leather-clad dude actually do for money? My time is now! No. I don't know. It's starting to smell a little like danger in here. Little Hand says it's time to rock and roll. Bring the noise. I am just a figment of your imagination. Hang on a minute, lads. The heavy metal Smeagol? What? You imbecile! You loaded idiot! 
Coming up, news in my pants. This podcast right. is feeling the chunk. Hello? Hey, can you put me through, please? No, the chunk, please. Thank you. No matter what you say, though, people kiss up to you and agree with you. I, I couldn't wait to hear your show this morning because I knew everybody was going to be going, right. oh my God, no. Grumpy chunk. Let's just get into it. Hungry Howie's, home of the original flavored crust pizza. Choose from eight mouth-watering crust flavors. Butter, butter cheese, Asiago cheese, ranch, onion, Cajun, sesame, garlic herb. Order anything from pizza to fresh salad, wings, and pasta. My favorite, of course, is the chicken parm oven-baked sub. As the French Canadians would say, magnifique, or something like that. Download the Hungry Howie's app now. Order online, check out their daily deals, and earn yourself a free pizza. Hungry Howie's, the delivery and carryout experts, it's 1973. Things are about to get grumpy. It's the Grumpy Chunk Show. This is so good. I mean, the groove is just, it's just a solid groove. I'm telling you, this is good stuff right here. Submission from Upbeat.com, Noise Cake with Analog Dreams. And we're featuring uh, Noise Cake throughout the whole program today. Just a great little uh, band uh, on the Upbeat.com. So if you have a chance to check it out, please do. All right. You, of course, are listening to the Grumpy Chunk Podcast. I'm your podcast and Pip. Oh, oh, I didn't forget about it. No. Your maitre d' of the mic. Oh, my. <laughs> Grumpy Chunk. Uh, I do want to thank um, No Mike and Mickey Dolan for producing the program today and also Scotty the intern who's going to get on the stick and get the uh, YouTube updated, which he has not updated for quite a while, uh, right? Because I'm giving you the look and you're giving me the look back. All right. So it is time, time for news in my pants. The news must blow. The news can't dance. We're going to take some news from my pants. Oh, News in my pants, I got news in my pants. Oh, news in my pants, I got news in my pants. Oh, news in my pants, I got news in my pants. News in my pants, I got news in my pants. All right, so this is where I take news stories, I put them in my pockets, and then I randomly pull one out uh, of each of the pockets, and we see what transpires. That's how it goes. It's easy. So let's start it off. Uh, first pocket. Okay, randomly. Okay, so uh, this story, uh, uh, it's a sports story. So we're going to start with uh, the news in my pants off with some sports. Here we go. The Norwegian women's beach handball team has been fined by the European Handball Association for not playing in bikinis, while the male players of the sport are required to play in tank tops and shorts. I'm not an actor, but I play one on TV. And that's why I bikini wax with the new and improved, gee, your groin looks well-groomed. This is incredibly unfair. I, it is unbelievably unfair. You shouldn't get fined 
for not wearing like something that's like that. I mean, really? I mean, there should be some non-sexist regulation uniform that everyone should have to to wear and abide by. This is this is credulous. It's incredibly unfair on the men. Don't bother phoning. We're sorry already. If any men's beach handball team wants to wear spios or banana hammocks to play on the beach, some beach handball, then I think they should be allowed to. No. I mean, I wouldn't watch it because, you know, I'd be scared. Something's going to be flopping out at me. No. Uh, every time they throw the ball. But really, still, it's the principle of the thing. No. Besides, this is Europe, man. This is Europe. Have you ever seen those French beaches in National Geographic or on TV? No shame. No shame at all. No. And they're upset. You flopping around in your speedos, your banana hammock, you know, throwing the handball around, please. No. And of course, the ladies should be able to wear whatever they want. I mean, if they don't, if they don't want to wear the bikini, that's fine, whatever, you know. But it should be fine for it. And the guys, if they're wearing the tank tops and shorts, they should be required to do that. No. If they want to wear the speedos and banana hammocks, they should be able to as well. No. It's the principle. Freaking Europeans, you guys, unbelievable. Boy, that kid's really got a chip on his shoulder. All right, so let's go to uh, pocket number two. Hold on. All right. Put out of pocket there. A little tight. Must be getting a little more chunky. All right, so here we go. Uh, the next story. The space race is on. So Jeff Bezos and three others rocketed up into space for a few minutes and then came back down to Earth this week. And this came after a week after Sir Richard Bronson flew up uh, in his uh, Virgin Galactic airplane thing. And uh, there's no word about Elon Musk and when he's going to go up into space. He better get on the. He's better get on the stick though. Let me tell you something. If he wants to be Emperor Mars, that dude better be uh, getting on a, a rocket or something. No. At least when he goes up in, into space, he's going to go on an actual rocket. No. I mean, not in like an air airplane or a, a flying tampon or something. Why don't you just light your tampon and blow your box apart? <laughs> Did you see the Blue Origin rocket? It's like a flying tampon built for a crazy heavy flow. If you're a lady and experiencing more than heavy flow from your menstrual cycle, may I suggest the Bezos tampon? Comfortable, reusable, and flyable. Get yours with free delivery for Amazon Prime members only. Really? If you're an engineer and you're working over at Blue Origin, now, I'm not giving those guys a hard time. They're uh, here in Florida along with uh, SpaceX, okay? But, I mean, really, I'm sure there's some engineering thing that says flying in a monster tampon is really good aerodynamically. But I just... No. He's... (laughs) No, if you're flying, you're flying up in that monster tampon. You're not really doing your company very much good. People are going to look at it and go, oh, wow, I'd really like to go up in that thing. I was promised flying cars. I don't see any flying cars. Why? 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 At least so Richard Bronson and his Virgin Galactic airplane thing, at least he has a little bit better kind of idea from an engineering standpoint. It's like, how am I going to get people on this thing to go to space? It's going to cost them $250,000 for a ticket to be weightless in space for a few minutes. How am I going to get that? Well, they're going to want to go up in a plane. I don't think they're really going to want to go up into uh, space in a flying tampon. That's all I got to say. That wasn't flying. That was falling with style. That's it. Let's move on. Story number three. Out of my pocket. Here, hold on. I got to reach for my back pocket. Okay. Let's see. uh, Doritos. Here we go. A Doritos story. Doritos has offered a 13-year-old girl from Australia $20,000 as a reward for discovering a rare puffy chip, which she listed on eBay. She initially put it up for auction where it got up to $100,000 in bids. Chips, dips, chains, whips. What? No. It's a chip with a weird shape. What's the fascination? I have to tell you, if I were, if I had the bag right there, pull it out of the bag, you know where it would go? 
my mouth. I would have eaten it, man. This teenager had the wherewithal to take it, look at it, put it up on TikTok and eBay. I don't usually do that with my food. I don't look at my food as potential money makers. I eat it. Seriously, if I'm sitting down uh, with Mrs. Grumpy, we're eating dinner, I don't look at my food and, and I, I'm not sitting there thinking to myself, hmm, damn, that potato looks just like Billard Fillmore. He could make me rich. Let me take this and put it on eBay. No, I'm putting sour cream on that bitch. I'm putting butter on that bitch and I'm digging in. Don't make me hungry, Mr. Peanut. You wouldn't like me when I'm hungry. <laughs> All right, so uh, finally, it's time for Professor Hostetler exploding weatherman. How you doing, Professor? Mr. Chunky, Mr. Chunky, let me tell you something. I really don't like this segment. I didn't come on here to explode every single time. I, I know, I know, I know. Wait, no. Before we get into it, I got to ask you, do you have any international weather uh, for us today? Wait, what? Some of our listeners in India, Malaysia, Australia would probably like to know some of what their weather is going to be like. International? I, I, yes, I could probably. I, Mr. Chunky. No, I, I know you uh, don't like this. Uh, pr- Mr. Tucky. You're running out of time, Professor. Mr. Tucky. Y- come on. Uh, okay, uh, so <laughs> the Indian Ocean, there's a, there's a typhoon out there, and we're not sure where it's, we're not sure where it's going right now. And, uh, and then there's a, it's going to have a dry spell on the Australian uh, west coast, and there's lots of rain in the, in the Malaysian area. <laughs> Oh, I love this. I love this segment. Mr. Grumpy, you're despicable. All right, that's it for News in My Pants. News in my pants. I got news in my pants. But where are the flying cars? I was promised flying cars. I don't see any flying cars. Why? 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 Grumpy Chunk. Grumpy Chunk. Don't believe the hype. No. I'm the one that invented putting the fake potato in the aluminum foil. I was losing on Friday, and I'll admit it. It wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Hey, listen, I got a question for you. No. Grumpy Chunk. Funny podcast. Grumpy Chunk. Download it now. No. Grumpy Chunk. Funny podcast. Grumpy Chunk. Don't believe the hype. No. Subscribe, like, follow, share. Tell people you like your podcast, Grumpy. It's the Grumpy Chunk Show. No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. So before you do this... Or this. Make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. Grumpy. Grumpy. John.
once again, the band is called Noise Cake from Upbeat.com uh, with the song that we played here once before called Chunky Nuts. That's a lot of nuts! This is the Grumpy Chunk Podcast. You can email us here at the Grumpy Chunk Podcast, the Grumpy Chunk Podcast at gmail.com because it's time for Email of the Day. What are you doing in here? Yeah, boy! Yeah. Checking my electronic mailbox. Yeah, I do it on my computer, but the Commodore 64 gets kind of buggy. Oh, MC Grumpy, and I'm here to say, we're going to read your emails all damn day. Clickety-clickety-clickety-click. Somebody trying to contact me. Oh, my God. Clickety-clickety-clickety-click. All right, so this email comes from Don in Alexandria, Virginia. Thank you, Don, for your uh, listening. And it reads, Mr. Grumpy. I'm in an insurance office, and our team had a question for you. I don't mean to get personal, but we have a bet. Do you wear boxers or briefs? What? I know it's a weird question, and it's kind of embarrassing for me to ask. One of my coworkers suggested that you can bet on anything, and we came up with the most outlandish bet we could think of where it was possible to actually get an answer. We are not perverts. <laughs> All right, Don? <laughs> Uh, yes, that's a weird question. Do I wear boxers or briefs? Okay. I do appreciate that uh, you and your office are all listening to the Grumpy Chunk program. So thank you very much. And I have to tell you, you know, this comes, uh, I, this is very personal for me. The best thing I could do right now is to tell you whether I like boxers or briefs in a song. He's a good boy. He loves his boxers. Loves speedos. And BBDs too. He's a good boy. Crazy about Jordash. Loves no shows. And underwear too. Right. I'm starting to think maybe you got a little too much free time. Your electricity. Oh my god. In my pants. Oh my. I make this look good. That idea is just the worst. Oh my. It's a long day. Living in those boxers, there's a heating running through my pants. I'm a bad boy, cause I don't even miss them. I'm a bad boy for taking them off, and I'm free! Oh, yeah, I'm free! Free ballin'! Oh, my. Oh, my God. That idea is just the worst. Yeah, I'm free! Free ballin'! Oh, my. Oh, yeah, I'm free! No, no, no. Don from Virginia, thank you for your question. Now it's time for us to ask ourselves, what did we learn today? I think we learned that uh, if if you're going to go and have a drug test done, you're going to be a little suspect of a place called the Weed Doctor. No. Even if it's a medical center, you're still going to be suspect. No. 
We learned that Scotty the Intern hasn't updated the YouTube in quite a while. Get on All it! Right. We learned that uh, there are people out there that really hate the Grumpy Chunk, uh, especially with, uh, let's see, phrases like, you suck, you're horrible, I wish you die, and you're a frumpy trunk. Whatever that means. No. We also learned that I could care less what you think. Oh, my. We learned that uh, Can't Stop the Music, the movie from 1980, is not worth the brain cells you're going to lose to watch it. Leatherman, don't get nervous. Leatherman, don't get nervous. No. Also, we learned how Bruce Jenner got the idea to become Caitlyn Jenner pre-snip. Not bad. Fame, fortune, platinum records. It's every boy's dream. No. We did not learn what the leather-clad dude from The Village People does for a living to make his money. Chips, dips, chains, whips. Nor do I want to know. No. We learned that the European Handball Association doesn't want men wearing banana hammocks or Speedos. I'll take a pound of nuts. It's incredibly sexist. No. We also learned that if Elon Musk wants to be Emperor Mars, he better get on the stick, get in that rocket, and go up there into space and learn how to do that. He's getting beat by Jeff Bezos and his uh, flying tampon and Sir Richard Bronson and his uh, Virgin Galactic airplane thing. That's a lot of nuts! We also learned that Professor Hostetler really, really doesn't like uh, being exploded. Just too bad because we like exploding him. <laughs> Quick note, I want to thank Upbeat.com and the band Noise Cake uh, for the music today. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Peace. Love, happiness. No, I'm not going to talk about free balling. And the abstract truth, because that's the only truth that is truthful. Thank you. I now return you to the end of the world already in progress. 